0: Stash Comedy Network presents In the Stash, sponsored by the great people over at BK Nine Bar and Restaurant, where the Oxtail Hash is the shh. Count us in.
1: We're rolling. Are we, oh, we're oh rolling. beautiful, beautiful. We gotta do the <clears throat> Mike five <clears throat> four. Well, I don't do the counting. Tyrone do the counting.
2: What's your intro, <laughs> Stash? <laughs> I mean,
1: Welcome to another episode of the. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just <so> hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey.
2: Oh,
1: you got enough? <laughs> Spy. Uh-oh. Three. Welcome to another episode of In the Stache podcast. I'm your host Stephen Stephon Bishop, alongside yeah. Pastor yeah. Philip, your friend and senator, and our guest, none other than Gary. I don't even know his last name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think he... Does. Edit
0: that Do he, Does he I have
1: go, a last no, name? No, no <laughs> I won the world to know his I don't know your last name. It's like Prince, That's no okay. last name. I think
3: He's yours is Bishop. BK9. Mine is Bishop. But yours right. Mine Gary. is Casimir. Casimir. Nah, oh, Gary Gary just sounds straight. <laughs> it's easy. It's a lot easier. <laughs> but nobody's naming their kid Gary no more. Right? Uh, why oh, not, man?
0: I mean... No one's doing that. And that is true. I haven't met a Gary like younger than like... Dirty. Word. You got, you guys, that's, I, that's old, too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So what I mean, happened? Was 30s, a old. Long-daries? What about Leroy's? It's just uh, a you Tyrone? Tyrone? You think
3: anybody got to get
1: Tyrone? Oh. Nah, no more Tyrones. Uh, Tyrone? <laughs> oh. Tyrone. You have to specify. That's Tyrone. My man, uh. it's a
3: T-Y, man. It's Different Tyrone. emphasis. They'll oh, okay. adjust it,
1: right?
3: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> they oh, put an accent on you, French. Tyrone. Well,
1: now that we got our names out of the way some point in time, we're going to have applause, and they're going to be clapping. I'm yes. going to keep saying that. Oh, clap, yeah. clap, 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 clap. Yes. Uh, But yeah, man, this is a, a dope, dope uh, topic that we're going to talk about. And uh, I'm glad that we have uh, Gary, uh, who is one of the uh, owners of BK9, so clap it up for that. And yeah, 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 thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Food's this topic uh, is a dope one. Buying black the hood. I
4: kind
1: Buy of like buying black the hood yeah i see what you did there you see yeah, what yeah. i did yeah yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. man, i try to be a little creative with wordplay. <laughs> kind of funny <laughs> yeah um so i'm a brooklyn native uh born and raised in brooklyn and i remember growing up and just being in stores and my, like I, I i don't ever remember meeting a black store owner mm-hmm. ever oh, in really? my childhood in my childhood like growing up in brooklyn um Everyone that I haven't met owning an yeah. establishment <laughs> was either mean, white, no yeah. Asian, or Spanish. Yeah. Um, Indian. Indian. Well, right.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mine was, uh, my childhood was actually opposite. It was vastly different.
1: Okay. So, um, yeah, that's, where did you, oh, so if you give people clarity where you grew up, I grew up in so Brooklyn. You?
2: I grew up um, in the Bronx and in Harlem, but, uh, you know, I was born Muslim, and my parents were in the Nation of Islam. So our community was very black, mm. <laughs> very black, very Muslim. Well, let right me get enough. this right. Our community was black. right? <laughs> <laughs> but. No, no, no. But we had, um, but in that, in, in Harlem in particular, there was a lot of, uh, uh, there was a, there was a lot more
3: small, business.
2: small businesses, black owned businesses. My father, he worked at um, a lot of people don't even remember this, but Mark 125 on 125th Street. Uh, he used to sell leather jackets. Shout out to Charles Ortiz. Um, all the drug dealers. <laughs> yeah. wow. so go check out Lowe's for the jackets. Wow. <laughs> Lowe's, you got wow. the business. Uh, but yeah, that was and that was a uh that was a black, you know that was a mall for like businesses of uh you know with people of color. So
3: yeah. I had so. A,
2: I had an opposite experience, which you know.
3: Yeah, I had a similar experience in bed Uh, actually. Um, but give us we, backstory. Were you born and raised in Brooklyn? Or? I was born and raised in Brooklyn. Right. Actually, born and raised not too far from BK Nine. Nice. And, yes. so that uh, makes sense. But right? I was on next to the uh, not the not the nation, but uh, a, a mosque. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there were a lot of businesses that were affiliated with the mosque. Mm-hmm. It was a very popular black mosque. Nice. And I think one of the concepts you get from that is the idea of uh, self-sustaining each mm-hmm. other, mm-hmm. supporting each other. Uh, you could have gone down the block to the Chinese guy, but instead you went to uh, the Muslim guy on the mm-hmm. corner. It was just easier. It was there and he was offering the same product. You know, it was a little different, but you know, um, it, it, I think that, I think it fuels the fire. That community actually, you know, you saw a lot of that. that everything around the mosque, there were a lot of small businesses, and the mosque supported the businesses through makes- both, you know, just attending you know, services, but also just being in proximity to it and then going there for um, resources and help. Mm-hmm. There was an accountant that came out of the mosque mm-hmm. that had office wow. right there at the mosque, right there on Bedford Avenue in Fulton. Fulton know. Know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, i yeah, from the
0: same neighborhood. Mm-hmm,
3: yeah. So question,
1: uh, you know, speaking mm-hmm. of black businesses, uh, it's, an, it's, it's a tremendous rise right now in the amount of black businesses that we see um, throughout the country. Um, I'm seeing a boom with it in Brooklyn and I just wanted to get your insight in what took place for you yourself to say, I'm gonna do this in Brooklyn, I'm gonna open a restaurant and just give us some insight of your process. I think
3: um, for me, you know, I've been in the neighborhood my whole life uh, and there was a lot of change coming. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think a lot of Brooklyn's gone through like a lot of other communities. You see a lot of gentrification taking place, different things come in at the time. When I, you know, my day job as a lawyer, <laughs> um, I made a decision. <laughs> okay. So um, I think what was happening was they were building the Barclay Center Yeah, too far away. And um, at that time I said, you know what? You know, maybe there's a chance here to open up a restaurant. I love cooking myself, you know. Uh, I enjoy it very much. It brings peace to me in so many different ways. Uh, besides eating it, I love eating it. <laughs> like that's probably one of the problems. I've gotten over that a bit. Um, but, you know, and I saw an opportunity there. I said, you know, all these people are coming here and I've been here my whole life. I, why should the only the outsiders get a chance to make this work for them? So I said, let me take a shot on me. And, you know, uh, I, I was very lucky because BK9 is about nine brothers who were born and raised, or at you least tell that story. in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, tell you that All story. of us are from Brooklyn in one way or the other. We either met uh, in church basement or uh, at, in college. Nice, um, nice. So most of us have either known each other since childhood, or no. at least through college. And unfortunately, I went to college a while ago. Like, <laughs> back, in nah, back in my day, <laughs> <laughs> just you know, Bill Cosby was still a respectable individual. Wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you Black would get man, up at night and go watch Bill Cosby. Damn, was, Bill! You know. No punches being oh, held, no <laughs> hell, now feel, Bill. Now we feel
0: yeah. skeevy. You don't it's know? How, yeah,
3: I know. Mm. So it's kind of uh, it's, it's kind of funny to see the change, you know. But um, so you. You see that we came together and said you know we were none of us are going to quit our day jobs i'm still okay that's, that's a smart part a and um, most of my partners are either educators or somewhere in medicine mm. and um, nobody quit their day job but with each other we were able to make it happen we also were able to combine resources financially okay. please intellectually, talk about that because yeah, uh, i think it's that's up. economics
0: man it's, it's i important. think that's a
3: thing
1: that most people overlook right they see yeah. a business and they go like oh man i gotta do it mm-hmm. um, and that you know, your greatest resource is the people around you, your, your network, pretty right, much. Yeah. Um,
0: also, just to go off what you were saying before, like you said, you all nine guys that, you know, you knew each other for years, grew up together. Was that one of the deciding factors of, like, you know, coming together and, and developing this partnership? Like, so that's one thing, too, is, like, when going to open a business with, indi- with uh, different individuals or whatever, because, you know, a lot of times, especially in New York City, it's, not, it's hard to just right. w- yeah. jump out and go into these ventures by yourself. Right? Right. Like, you know, what is the deciding factor for, like, who you should take on as partners? Like, right. what, what should be or should some of the things you should take into consideration mm. when considering who you're going to partner with right. to take these
3: journeys? Uh, yeah, I think that's a great question because I think what people don't realize is... Um, Everybody comes with different skill sets. Everybody comes with different levels of interests. Everybody comes with different levels of work ethic. Right. With anything you mm-hmm. do, you know, uh, and just because you're really good friends, you can hang out and eat wings and watch the game. <laughs> don't mean you want to work yeah, with know well, That is I me. Shout out to you. Ash. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 Too soon? Too soon. But if you, you know, doesn't mean you want to work with him. So the the key thing is. The serious interest in in creating the business is one part of it,
4: mm-hmm.
3: but understanding that laying out the in my opinion, and this is something you learn as you go, but truly laying out expectations mm. is huge yes. part of the process you cannot um, you cannot begin to understand how. Two people can be doing the same thing and have completely different ideas of mm. what they're supposed to and their responsibilities right. are. Mm. Some people call that a marriage, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, others realize early on that you have to talk to each other yep. about what's expected. Exactly. Right? You gotta, gotta you speak. Center. You gotta talk. <laughs> You gotta it's Communication you gotta involved. involved. What are our you responsibilities? You mean I'm supposed to go home? What do you mean,
2: baby? Uh, Was that one of my responsibilities? So Every you know, damn gotta go home. I got a parent. So,
1: <laughs> so you know, I. Think of like when we think when I think of black restaurants in Brooklyn, um, the name BK Nine comes up a lot, right? And I love that. We've been lucky. We've yeah, been hey, lucky. Hey, listen, man, you've been you, you, you yeah, actually, Working, working. Right. working, right? You you're doing something right. Um, so the beauty of you know the owners and you know I know you guys uh, very personally is that I see you support other black businesses. Mm. Yeah. I can go to another black business and I'm like, you guys are there eating, drinking, and I like that. There's not like a isolated world where you're like oh it has to be us you're basically inviting um others to thrive as well by you know sharing support um and i just want to get a mindset of like you know how much communication do you have with the other black businesses or any any other business for that matter but i really want to highlight the black businesses because i think there's a idea that you know if one can make
0: it, the other mm-hmm. can't make it. We always feel like we there's only one yeah. competition. Yeah. It's like that one. There has to be one. It's like that that we all can thrive. Can right. Yeah.
2: That's lack mentality, by the way.
0: You said lack, lack mean? mentality.
2: Oh, yeah. Meaning, mm-hmm. when you feel like there's not enough resources to go around, you're coming from a lack mentality. So you think you think that there's not enough, therefore you attract not enough. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't you don't ever have enough. You get what you project out. There. Exactly, mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's my philosophy. I, I do believe that um, to a certain extent, what you're saying is, you know, what you project out there, what you believe is what you get back. You know, I I think I was blessed with parents that actually believed in the community in a Mm. lot of different ways you know i remember my mom i remember um my mom worked at a factory not too far from the studio here actually and uh she was a a peacemaker and what those you get paid by each shirt you sew correctly Mm -hmm. so you do a stack of shirts and some guy would come by and grab the shirt and hold it up and look at the line and throw it in this box. You're not getting no money. In this box, you get money. I do about a wow. hundred of those shirts. It's called wow. piecework. And I remember uh, after elementary school, the school was next door to the factory, actually. And I'd go up to the factory and just wait on a you know, bench. And I was supposed to be doing my homework, of course, for that <laughs> to get done. But then afterwards, we would go. My mom would have the New York Times, and she was looking for houses in neighborhoods that were <clears throat> Bed-Stuy back in the day. Or New York <laughs> back Do a dad mm-hmm. And you know I remember going, why we gotta come out here, Mom? This is not, you know, you can't be afraid of your people. Yes, mm-hmm. You ain't in their business. You know, that stuff that you worried about, we're not in that, we're not exactly. here for that. Mm-hmm. And right. you can't be afraid of your people. And I remember, you know, I, it, I was scared, so I'm like, why am I doing it? <laughs> 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 wow, I'm, I'm, like, I'm with you, Gary. I'm scared. Huh? I'm scared. I'm going to go home. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and what I came to realize, I grew up and as you you know, what I realized is, you know, so much is made of our community. So much of the bad side, the negative part, you know, and so much, so much of us come out of it. Ninety-nine percent of it, only one percent of it is messing it up. Mm-hmm. And we know how to walk around it. We know, you know, what we're not going to that bodega because those brothers that we're going this way because that's, you know, uh, that's. We, navigate. To, we, we navigate. We navigate. You know, to. we know how to we uh, adapt. You know, code, and deal with the situation. Mm-hmm. So I think part of life is accepting the idea that if you believe in your own, they will believe in you. I have been truly blessed in my life in this city. I have let's say my car breaks down. I always get somebody to come help me.
4: Mm-hmm. Nice. when
3: I had no money. I'm talking right. about. And for me, when I see somebody broken down, I go out and help them, because I do believe it does come back. I've never had a situation, and I can tell you right now, I have broken down on the Brooklyn Bridge of all wow. places, and anybody oh, knows that, and somebody came up behind me said, "I'll push you." And, 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 and you know that's kind of wild, but I guess the point I'm trying to make, I believe in that. Factor. The other part of it is, you had mentioned other black businesses. Mm-hmm. The restaurant business is very difficult for everyone, Correct. the margins are very small. For the African-American community, that's somewhat um, always challenged with the idea of knowledge. Do they really have the ability to put out product and um, understand food? And, uh, and 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 I have to admit, you know, I, I was blessed with a, a law degree, an opportunity to go to law. I practice law. I've been, you know I've had opportunity to go to really different places. But even if you didn't, you know, the idea that you, do you have the knowledge and possession of of, of, of facts to be able to create a, uh, a culinary experience that someone is going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. The other part of it is taking into consideration that can you create an experience that your people will come to and support and, and grow, mm-hmm. you know? That I think is one of the things that as a, a black business you should look into, you should right. believe in it mm-hmm. because they do come. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, your people will support you if right. you let them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I am in, my BK9 is in a predominantly white community. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem, say I grew up there. It wasn't always that way, uh, it is that. And we have a predominantly black spot. Yeah. And yep. we don't hesitate being that. Not because you know, it wasn't messaging. It's right. just who we are. Right. I can't be anybody else, you know? No matter how light-skinned I am, <laughs> <laughs> I wake up tomorrow, I'm still a pretty up. light, I'm guys. It's pretty light. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you can see me on radio, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I <we> <laughs> to you know, man. Me. So the, the point I'm trying to make is, your base will take care of you if you take care of them. If you try your best to put out there an experience, and try to delve into it. As for other businesses, they will support you. Mm-hmm. It's not just I go to you know other um, uh, uh, establishments in, in the community. I go to Bet style I used to go to Voodoo. We go. Yeah. Uh, Voodoo comes to me. I go and I'm naming a bunch of my bleachers. Mo. Yep. You know, um, my guy on Union Street just opened up Dixon's uh, Kids. They just opened up a spot. They come to me. I come to them. You know, in the grill there's competition we're not but we're not hating on each other right. you know right. we're trying to make this grow and make it work healthy competition healthy. exactly you know if they need something they come to me they get it i'll get it back another day and mm-hmm. that's what fuels a lot of you know i'm going to be okay i got the support and it plays a big mm-hmm. role of it and, and and we know our people can be difficult sometimes oh, and man. i tell my staff all the time this is just a small part of it it's not the whole world every there's difficult people in All races and colors. This is just, and this we're in the hospitality business. Some people come looking for an avenue to get over. I had an incident where a baby started crying in in the spot, and she "Ah!" was screaming. Everybody turned around and looked. And somebody said to me, can I get a free glass of champagne for that? Wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> N- <laughs> they Tried it. Wow. it. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying. You know, you know they're <laughs> <laughs> What I'm trying to say is, you know, we, we do support each other. We do try to make it so that um, we, we 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 all come around you know, with each other. There's been events, and um, you guys have participated, you guys are active out there, and that's one of the reasons I know you. But there are two sisters out there who created an event based on the idea of Black Pride after the holidays. And, you know... um, Kwanzaa Fest, I mean, I don't know, Kwanzaa Crawl. crawl, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these two sisters who used to, before they created, dined at BK9 and just had regular conversations about creating this and has made it happen, and it's blown up. And why? Because black people support this kind of positive idea and this positive. We want it. Listen, they want it. crave positivity. You know, and it it does bring it out. It does bring out a very good vibe. And, you know, I love the event. You know, there's always this worry that it's going to change, you know. And like I said, I went to college back in the day to a certain extent. And we used to go to these college Greek freaks and they mm. were a lot of fun. <laughs> and unfortunately, mm. things changed a little bit. The other elements started coming into it. You know, the Nino Browns and mm. the Ortizes, And they wanted to come to the party too. Ortiz's. Find out, Right? So, so question. Um, so
1: we, you know, we can speak about the positivity and the good things that happen with doing, you know, or venturing out to your own business. But I think it's also important to talk about the obstacles. Mm -hmm. So I think, uh, you know, a lot of times we hear the wins, but we don't hear the road to how you got to that win. So I think it's important to highlight, you know, obstacles that you were faced with. And if you can give us just some, uh, you know, ideas around how you got over those hurdles. But before we do that, Quick break to Soraya Ortiz. Hey. For our sponsor of the day. Yes, yeah.
2: yes. Uh, well, you know, we want to shout out Protein and Vodka, which is a fitness apparel brand that bridges the gap between lifestyle and fitness in and out of the gym. Yeah. Get
4: lit. <laughs> Get, fit.
1: Get lit. Get lit. And fit.
2: Get lit and fit. I'm telling
3: you, I'm,
1: tra- I'm going to just trademark that and, and just fit, keep
3: man. it. Listen, to at us. And Protein fit. and Vodka. <laughs> Go ahead, Gary. <laughs> I'm trying to follow you guys right now. Here. I know, right?
1: Gary's like, I'm drunk now. It's, uh... <laughs> I need a way to, to get in shape.
3: No, I think I need to get
1: drunk. need to <laughs> <laughs> get drunk? Hey, man, you got some of that vodka. But, still... uh, but yeah, obstacles. So I think, yeah, I, I want to... You know, I just want to speak about your journey and like, you know, what obstacles you
3: face just to see like, you know, what someone could expect if right. they're like, hey, I want to open a restaurant. You know, I think the first obstacle anyone has who wants to go... And I think... I see it in this room... With what you're doing right now, I think the first obstacle we all have as individuals is fear of failing, mm-hmm. right? That's the first thing as an individual or a group of people. Like, what would you do if you didn't know, you, if you wouldn't fail or you knew you couldn't fail? Mm-hmm. If you take it from that perspective and wow. you need to get past that, right? And then you got to take steps to try to over that. But the first obstacle is self-belief mm-hmm. that I can make this happen, you know? The second obstacle, I guess, is always You know, getting enough resources, money together. I mean, let's be honest, um, in our community, getting financial wherewithal to make things happen is not an easy process. You know, you can't just turn to your your dad and say, can I get a million? Mm -hmm. You know, like some people (laughs) did. You can't turn to other individuals and just, you know, give me a loan. Yeah. You right. know, uh, you know the normal things you see on TV are so much more complicated. You know, like, why can't I get a loan? I got a great idea. I got a little money right here. Mm-hmm. Right. Why can't I go, oh, no, we don't give loans to small businesses like that. That's Ooh. how it works. And then once you open a business, they want to give you a lot of money, but it's like 20, 30 percent. And that's why you go out of business really mm-hmm. quick, oh, wow. too. They're calling Interest you like crazy. crazy. So, like fast in, fast out. So mm-hmm. money is, uh, I guess, always an issue. But I think harder than money is believing in yourself and organizing yourself to get the job done you know i think key to any success is you know saying to yourself okay whether it's a thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars how are you going to make it work for you mm-hmm. so that, and that takes an organizational spirit and a plan that you really go through and it's okay to rewrite the plan mm-hmm. i think that's what people have to understand bk9 may not be what it started as right. you know i took different directions as i as growth took place and I saw things were happening, you know. Um, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You learn from that experience, you know. What you expect from certain people you may not get because they, they can't give it to you. So you have to change to a different direction. Right. But I, I think um what you you have money, you have as an obstacle, you have to get to mm-hmm. that resource. Then the other part of the organization problem is regulation. And for any small business, I can't I gotta Ooh. tell you, it, it is you know, people think that you just, if you have money, you could just open up. It's so much more complicated than that. A license. W- Whatever yeah, you license. are opening up, there are so many things. that, Especially when you're in the food service, uh, the, re- the restaurant business. It's the fire department, the uh, gas department, the energy department, the building department, the health department shows up. Everybody shows up, right. you know, looking to say... Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to work right there. I got to give you a $1,000 ticket. That, you know, Damn. You know, wow. you, know, you know, these kind of, like, who are you and how'd you get in my place? Can we throw this brother out of here? I'm tired already just yeah. listening to you, right? I, like, <laughs> I gave up already. I'm like, I don't open nothing. <laughs> 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 like, ah. I mean, it is rough. And and, and and it's a good point, actually. Those things do defeat people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you hear stories like that all the time. It was working okay, but there was just too much, you know. And that does play a role in it. Getting over that hump is a problem because, You can't focus on your product, you know, Mm -hmm. because you're dealing with that. And you have to organize yourself to understand okay, this is a small part of it. I got to get through this. You got to organize yourself. This happens once a year. The good thing is, there's a lot more information out there and resources mm-hmm. to get information than they used to be. Because I couldn't imagine doing this without the internet today. Mm. Wow. Could you imagine <laughs> what our parents might have done or something like that? You had to go find somebody
0: who knew the white pages.
3: White pages. <laughs> 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 remember that? Oh, man. Right. Oh, you know, man. look up an alphabetical <laughs> order. You have to go find, some, and they had these small. You know, if you remember, they had these guys with notary. If, if um, you, oh, in yeah. In the neighborhood, oh, yeah. they just said notary, and they knew all the ins and outs <laughs> of going to the department. <laughs> but they did everything else to try to get a small business guy set up and that's Mm -hmm. how you used to set it up you know that's how they used to go and get the information from a local resource but it's a a lot more helpful to know that okay this inspector the fire department guy and the health department guy and the other guy they come once a year all around the same time And that you should be expecting that to happen. It's not not gonna happen. And the health department's gonna come if you get calls. They're gonna show up. Mm -hmm. Okay. If they're getting complaints. If you're not getting complaints, they're gonna come once a year. You know. uh, You you understand the code system. You understand why you're getting. You know. We've been very blessed with having A's up for the last three, four years. uh, Is that is
1: that true? Because I've been seeing them (laughs) signs. Yeah, I'll be like, my my daughter called
3: the last. I I (laughs) look and I'm
1: like, I could print that in my house and just stick it (laughs) on the window. <laughs> I be seeing restaurants like, how'd you Step get bro, an A? The side are you on bitch. Well, I mean, I'm gonna be, He's like I'm gonna be devil's advocate <laughs> right about <laughs>
0: now. I'm saying, I seen some restaurants <laughs> that got A's and I'm like, nah, see, nah. <laughs> like nah, see. <laughs> I've seen some songs that just say pending. I don't even say grade pending. I'm like, pending what? Pending my <laughs> <by> year, right? <laughs> So have you had to have you ever had to pay off anybody? Like, yo man, just some no. hush
1: money. <laughs> let me let me rock fire Marshall. <laughs> Give us some glue man.
3: I'll tell you that. that you you know what's life. kinda funny? Um, it's actually when I was told somebody I said, you know, I'm gonna open up, I told my, you know, family, um, like people my dad's age. Were they supportive? They were like you gotta pay off the man to get a liquor license. Wow. You are not gonna get no liquor license unless <laughs> you can't pay Call nobody. Yeah, They're go not gonna let you. And it, you know, you lucky your name don't sound too black. because like, the They're they not ice gonna ice. let you get a liquor license. <laughs> well, like so, you, you, said not gonna get you know, this. I went of, to law school. I think I can figure this out. <laughs> you know, I think I can figure it out. I mean, I want to take a shot. And the good thing is, you know that. And we were worried. You know, you <laughs> had to fingerprint it. You had to get fingerprinted. You had to send your stuff out. Mm. And they had to come back and make sure that you're not going to, I guess, be running girls or whatever out of the restaurant. Say what? what? Oh, right. You That's got a history work? of that That's a real fear? Wow. Well, they do time a brothel
1: been open. <laughs> Listen. People <laughs> get, and lunch and
3: you get legs, trafficked you know?
1: all the time. Oh, man. I'm scared yeah. to open a restaurant. They take
3: my fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> like Not you, Steph. You see what I mean? But it passes. It passes. It go. It's just one of those hurdles you got to get through the process. So you gave your fingerprints, nobody
1: else, right? I'm guessing. <laughs> so
3: <laughs> so I can imagine you look at your homeboys and be like, Yeah. <laughs> Some of my nah, partners are saying, Yes. Four like, out of the like, nine, right? So Gary, <laughs> <fingerprints. laughs> so, okay, you, you, you. How many priors you got?
0: Gary, <laughs> <laughs> okay, quick question for you then. So have you found like um, being a person of color to Uh, have any kind of like bearing in terms of you trying to like break into the restaurant world and like the business world? Like, have you, has that uh, found a way to be some kind of like obstacle or hurdle that from what you can tell, um, or that's not something that um, was part of your journey? I think being black in
3: any endeavor, they're always going to challenge your legitimacy, your credibility in some level, in some way, you know what I mean? Uh, The African-American community in particular is not world-renowned for its culinary status. We have, you know, Samuelson up in Harlem, you know, and we have, we used to have, um, what's the young lady up um, in Harlem as well that was almost four Sobius? blocks from her the sylvia's mm-hmm. right and but that was more of ours right. you know and the idea of uh, the culinary arts you know expanding your reach beyond what you know soul food right. so to speak is often looked at with credibility issues or legitimacy issues. so you know and uh, you know that you always face but you have to you know i, I believe again that your self-doubt you have to push beyond that. Um, I don't think I've ever done anything without knowing. I know who I am, and I know what I can do, and I'm not worried about what you think. Right. I care about what kind of product I put out. you nice. know. And my parents shouldn't, you know, if that's the only thing that's going to, it's not. It might hold you back, but it's not holding me back. And I, you know, I think you. I think everyone should try to take it from that perspective. Whatever you do, whether yeah. it's a man, woman, straight gay, whatever it is, you need to understand that that's that person's problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to get behind or around that person, and, and I think you can achieve that. But I think with the culinary arts, my biggest problem or my fear, like I said, I, I didn't want just. I want my locals to eat. Mm-hmm. We have a nice local crowd that comes to BK Nine. We that's have awesome. an extended community that comes to BK Nine. So we're blessed with a lot of that outreach. It's been good for us but that's because we believed in our product. We believe, and we also know how to sell the product. Right. We don't, we don't, uh, we do our best to not try to limit ourselves to, you know, just, you know, uh, one area or one group, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think that plays a big role in it. I, and I think you know, with everything you do as a, you know, a member of, as being as black person, especially in business, you have to believe that your base can take care of you if that's what you're interested in. Your base can help you, can make you grow. Mm-hmm. It can really, and, it, and if you look at celebrities, whether it's Jay Z, rap music, you know, the thug lifestyle. You know, Jay Z, with all due respect, all these other celebrities can't rap about being thugs and kill yeah, anybody anymore because nobody's gonna right. believe it. Yeah. You know, and it's not just, it's just ain't oh, no more thugs. It, it, why you make a billion What's dollars? A selling year. now? Exactly. Why would you do it? <laughs> unless you should?
1: Tell me, you got beef in a Guggenheim? <laughs> 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 you in the Louvre? Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grilling dudes in it's the Louvre?
0: It's a different kind of struggle that they're experiencing, I guess. Do you know what I mean? It's not gonna be the same thing that we uh, encounter. Like uh, even your know, our boy Kanye, like you know, you you kind know, of you right. You lost. the touch, bro. Ain't, like, ain't no
2: more traps in New York City.
0: Yeah, like, I, I know, know
2: there's traps elsewhere, but in New York, it's like, oh please. <laughs> <laughs> el
1: el, el trapé. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, I think the beauty about I mean, so I've been I've been going to BKI since it opened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, and I've seen like the transitions, and I've seen like how well you guys have you know just roll with changes of like just evolving things and giving people different outlooks like to me one of the one of the dopest things that you guys uh, incorporated was like the live band during the brunch yeah like it's just that it's just something different to me like just having like a live As band there mellow um, Cause most places you go to brunch is just you can never hear it. it's just it's just loud and rowdy and just right. like I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: which is uh, great for the guests but terrible you know? for the staff. <laughs> um, and I enjoy that, right?
1: Like I take my like a, my son's like a, a burger critic, so oh, <laughs> like, he judges places Father, based on how good the burger is.
2: <laughs> this brioche button mm. you know, so is remember, this gruyere? So I remember <laughs> yes. when I was like, oh,
1: I'm gonna take you to BK Nine and get a burger. He's like, oh. he's like, how good is it? <laughs> <laughs>
3: He immediately, oh, I hate it. those critics. So, so, have like, a you know, too. so wait, so, so, so
1: he Ashley is helping. That's right. Ashley's serving. He, he, she, he orders his burger. He tells her no cheese, no Yeah, You know, he's particular about his burger. Like you. <laughs> Very like me. <laughs> 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 burger comes out. He's eating it. He's eating it. He's finished. She comes back. So, he's like, How was it? He was like, I recommend it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yo!
1: I'm uh, like, All right, All right. Burger.
3: you goes That's to a the show. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, He's 11. Uh, <laughs> that's a show right there. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. it's kind of funny. My daughter's 10, and they're the most honest critics you can have. Mm-hmm. With food. With food. They, you know, they I, and I'm games. constantly trying things out on her, right. you know, because she she doesn't have a spice. I have a spicy taste, but yeah. I, I move to the spice. Oh, you know, the same way. Jerk sauce, and, baby. You know, I love the spice. I tend to do that, and I I use her to try to figure out. I can figure out how to do something really flavorful without heat.
4: Okay. And, mm. you know,
3: and she'll tell me straight up. Oh! No! <laughs> no! I <laughs> like, like abuse. You don't like anything I make, but you want what you want? No! ACS or speed down. I'm
2: pretty sure my father's trying to kill me. Oh, <laughs> he's on daddy. Kaya yeah, and daddy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So I, I think oh. kids are probably a great judge of.
1: Oh man, and that, and that's see that's the beauty of it too, right? Like I can go in there different times of the day, yeah. and I get different elements. I can go in there, there's families chilling. Mm-hmm. I can go in there, and there's trap music trapping. Trapping, you know. And music? Then I can go in there, and it's like you know, there's a mayor or somebody hosting an event. So I never know mm-hmm. what I'm gonna get. Which is amazing because you know some places just get a stigma they're they're this and that's all they do and they never try to expand so other people can come in and enjoy the restaurant had
0: diversity there's a versatility that bk9 has that i enjoy like um you know i always like Talk about how much I go to brunch there, and um, I'm always getting the same thing. Yeah, just say it. Just say it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> every time you go, you got to get that oxtail <laughs> <laughs> so hat. All you talk about, about <laughs> is this oxtail. I'm telling you, man, like, I'm about to be like 30% oxtail because that's <laughs> what I'm I always talk about it. Um, and I introduce one of my friends uh, there or whatever, and now I'm always seeing she's on Instagram, like, going to brunch. I'm like, so you're brunching there, but you ain't even inviting me? That's messed up, y'all. Oh, nah, you
3: know it's kind of funny you talk about definition how you define yourself a lot of that is actually part of the black experience you know people are always asking for you to define yourself yeah you know at bk9 because we were we have this college experience, so we bring the Greek life there. Mm-hmm. We are family men. We have our children, our wives. We bring our families there. Mm-hmm. We have our bu- buddies there. We like, you know, at late night, we turn the music up higher at 10 o'clock. And people often ask, how do you define yourself? And I said, well, I'm going to let the, you know, let it be us. Let it just represent who we are. Mm-hmm. And right. I think, you know, either they love you for who you are, you know, they don't. Right. And or if- somebody will take piece of this and a piece of that. As Jay-Z mm-hmm. said, either love me or leave me alone. JC um, said that? Yeah. I don't know. Sure, I don't know. <laughs> you shouldn't quote the man. That's JC's quote.
2: <laughs> what do you guys, uh, do you, I mean, I don't know if you're, if you want to speak to it here, but. What do you see for the future of BK9? Do you guys have anything on the horizon? Are you looking to expand? drop that expand? right here. Maybe, <laughs> you know, <laughs> may, maybe you'll bring something to the Bronx. Can we see a BX9? Breaking like,
0: news. <laughs> we, 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 we got enough Caribbean no, food uptown. You know, like, they're from Brooklyn, BK9. <laughs> <laughs> we
3: actually... Uh, <laughs> what we're doing, yeah, yeah. I mean, I
2: want to be down. You know what I'm saying? We like, thought about
3: opening a spot in the Flatbush area of Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, extend our spot out. But more importantly, we are in the process right now of looking at a place near what they call Little Haiti in Miami, Florida. Mm. Oh. In right we believe Little Haiti in uh, Miami is going through a gentrification
0: as well. Uh, so, real. You know, it's, it it's kind of weird off? to see how <laughs> <laughs> people out, man. So, we're, we're looking about BK9 Miami. Okay. 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 Wow. I mean, one of the things I will say about also about BK Nine is like when I walk in, I'm like, "Oh, is that Babaku on the shelf? Oh, is that is that Barben Court? Barben Quartz. All right, Babacou. Barben Quartz? Quartz. Oh man, every time I hear someone say When bar- you see Quartz, the word. I want out. you guys to look at my facial expression. <laughs> <laughs> Barbon Quartz? <laughs> <laughs> <Barbing laughs> Quartz? You know, <laughs> so like to see that, like you know, I can definitely see like the Haitian influence there. I can see like you know, Trinidadian Jamaican influence there. Yeah, so that's always good to bring Just make sure you got jerk extra jerk sauce on everything. Oh yeah, yeah, the jerk is good. griot is great. Um, I haven't had a soup shumum yet, but uh, soup jimou, jimou. you know we get keep we keep getting asked about this soup shumum, which is a come on, Gary, soup. yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, because we usually uh, like Haitians, we usually have it for like on, on New Year's Day, like that's our like, Haitian ah, Independence Day, so okay. that's when we usually have like soup shumum. You eat like soup all day.
3: Listen, you
0: guys mentioned before about having partners and
3: uh, help. So New Year's Eve, it's a tradition that a lot of um, Haitian families will have soup. It's like, it's like eating yeah. peas. The more peas you mm-hmm. eat, the more luck you have. The more soup you drink. I don't you know who made to, that up, man. We more call gas for them John. peas. John. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. We call it happen John. Happen John, right? Yeah. So, what what happened with the soup? It's, it kept disappearing. <laughs> it like, kept taking pots home. I'm like, wait a minute, wow, we're supposed pot. to be selling this. And like, saying, we're not making soup no more. Wow, <laughs> wow. People walking out hey, with We for their stuff. We're we're to get a like, hey,
1: I gotta go. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> take a shower in this soup. Right? Oh, <laughs> Makes sense. Oh, that's hilarious. all right. But uh, we gotta close out the show. Um, we like to close out sometimes with like a you know, a cool story or something that might have happened. Anybody got anything they want to share that might have happened to them over the weekend? Or?
0: Um. Yeah, actually. Uh-oh. Yeah. What was her name? Oh. <laughs> 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 this gentleman doesn't tell you that. That's <laughs> but, uh, right. <laughs> well, just text uh, it to me. I'll right. text. To- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yesterday, like, uh, my manager basically just, um, you know, he proposed to his, like, uh, fiance, so, like, he's engaged and all that. Oh. Uh, so yesterday, I went to, like, his engagement party, um, and basically it was hosted at his brother's spot, uh, and his brother has, like, a spot in, like, Soho. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, on Spring Street. I'm like, okay. Pretty right. much the same block as Spring Street. I'm like, this is uh, gonna be interesting mm-hmm. i hop in the elevator i'm like all right cool you know i'm looking swaggy so i gonna make sure i take some uh, pictures in the hallway when i get off the elevator
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what you gotta do right <laughs> like, girl you ever seen a hallway like this <laughs> For
0: gram. You know, of course so i get in the elevator when i get off, when i get off the floor uh elevator door opens i see my manager mad people i'm like excuse me uh the elevator door opened up into this man's apartment oh that is that blew my mind so wow. of course on the inside you know On the outside, I'm like, oh man, this is cool. This is all right. On the inside, I definitely (laughs) had that WeeBay gif. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, oh my god, this is (laughs) is crazy. (laughs) I'm like, there's wait, this is a one bedroom apartment? There's two floors. No, I was bugging. Wow, so wow. for me, like, so seeing that, like, uh, um, you know, like, he, I think he's like a hedge fund manager. So i mean of course, yeah, so that's, that's why she said. That's yes. why I got get the bread. Uh, <laughs> that's but that's uh, you said, know, yeah. long story short, you know, if I brought a date to that location, you know, it would be a good time. You know, a good time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you but uh, but, uh, it. but nah, it was really but it was really cool to see like um you know that kind of like uh, uh so many people get together like you know celebrate love uh like you know have a good time um and just you know that apartment was just crazy so I say all that story to say is I needs me a duplex. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, no, so I'm putting that out there. Put that energy out there. Because that's going to be mine soon. Tell you know. Gary,
1: find you one. He's a lawyer, man. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: know
1: I know can know, so. find you one.
0: Can you pay for it? Right, right. That's what I'm working on now. <laughs> foreclosure. I'm some mean, some foreclosure duplex. <laughs> that's what I'm working on now. I know somebody going out of business in Brooklyn and just <laughs> cough up the
1: duplex. Cough <laughs> up the duplex. Uh, but, uh, uh, uh Senor Gary, let them know how they can uh, find BK9. You know, the, the address, the, the Instagram page, the Facebook page. Tell them all the ways.
3: BK9 is at 62 Fifth Avenue in Park Slope, two blocks from the Barclays Center. Mm. Uh, and uh, I guess you can find us at uh, bk9.nyc. That's the yes. website. And on yes. Instagram, I think it's uh, BK9 Restaurant. Yeah, at, uh, BK9, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Instagram site and the Twitter site. As
1: well. So listen, man, go to BK9, mm-hmm. get the oxtail hash, yeah. get the burger, Tell him Patrick uh, sent you. Stefan special.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Invite me to come, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But send an Uber for me
1: because <laughs> <in> <laughs> wow. a was in We're gonna just send the food to you. <laughs> <laughs> please help me. Uh Uber Eats gonna be like, nah, you good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you we'll you with that uh,
1: but it's been another amazing uh edition of in the mustache, and we look forward to seeing you. oh, no. oh no, I guess not. Can I good. say
3: one thing though? I just, you know, one of the things, and the reason why we know each other is uh, the energy that Stash in comedy has always brought to BK Nine, and just the way, the positivity. We talk about energy, and we talk about you know how how things work. What you do, what you guys have done with just your. Vision and dream has made a big difference. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank I'm not going to cry on this Sunday. No, don't cry.
2: Don't cry <laughs> <on> much. <my show. laughs> Stefan has no moisture Cue, in his body.
1: Cue yet.
3: the cry. He got a QDR Kelly song. Oh, Cue Cue the, oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, I believe
2: I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Kel, you going down,
3: baby? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. B. I'm going to cover that whole week when they charge <laughs> Sorry.
1: I'm too hyped for him to go to jail
3: oh, uh, man, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. It needs to burn mm. Got uh, it to go. His whole team, I'm sorry uh, <sighs> I'm never going to work in the industry now <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, not you. am <laughs> oh, right, let, let me. I, if I don't end, I'm never going right, to work I <laughs> <laughs> So listen man, it's been another amazing week Follow us at Stash Comedy Network on Instagram Stash Comedy Network on Facebook Like the page, sell the front, you the Uh, You know, subscribe And listen I should give us some nice, uh, smooth R&B exit voice music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's time for us to go. He has a cardigan on, ladies. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. Cardi B.
4: <laughs> All
1: right, guys.